Hello, welcome to Codependent and Shit, Conscious Dating and Relating from a former crazy girl. From a former crazy girl, but <clears throat> not from a fully healed human. And that's what I'm going to talk about on this on this episode a lot because I'm just going to keep it real as always and um, I'm kind of having a... I wouldn't call it a breakdown, but just, I mean, I want to because I'm realizing I, like so many of you, have still been continuing um, wounded behaviors. I'm not immaculately healed. I, I call myself former crazy girl. I would say my attachment style um, has moved into more secure, but if I'm still involved with a very... De- dismissive avoidant um I'm still triggered and my there's still those anxious parts of me that get triggered and I just the I need to get real about the topic of emotional abuse because there's other forms of abuse besides physical and emotional abuse is from what I understand it can be worse um, and hard, harder to heal from than physical abuse. And it's, it's sneaky. It's, it could be right in front of you and you not even realize it, which is honestly where I'm at right now. Um, so I'm just going to get totally honest. And I want to do this episode and talk about trauma bonds. Any situation with a toxic person where it feels addicting, where it's toxic. It's a trauma bond. And honestly, my whole goddamn show should just be called trauma bonding. Because, like, that's what all of this shit is. It's trauma bonds. Trauma bonds is recreating a dynamic from early childhood. And, man, it's like, there's so many labels. There's so many things. Like, I'm co- we're codependent, and then I'm lo- I have love addiction. And then, oh, now I'm... um. I'm in trauma bonds. It's just another label, but the trauma bond is the situation for the codependent with the person, which isn't always a narcissist. I don't think it's always a narcissist, but there's always a victim. And I would say most of my listeners, you're the victims of trauma bonds. So you were abused maybe early in your life and you seek out relationships where you continue to be abused in the same ways, which could be a lot of emotional abuse, even if they're not hitting you. So, I'm just going to get really real with my story, my situation right now. Um, And it's so personal, but I feel like I need to be real with you guys. I don't know if he listens to my show. He says he doesn't, but I'm heartbroken right now a little bit to, like, realize what I've realized. Because it shatters this image I've created in my head of this person that I wanted to believe for it's been two and a half years now. So <clears throat> I've been off and on with this person. Um, I've I've talked about him on my show. Like um, we're not we've never been exclusive, but we were we were dating off and on. And it's last year was a lot of drama. I was like my love addiction was so gnarly, and I couldn't let this guy go. And I was crazy, like. I was in a trauma bond with this guy then. 
I've always been in a trauma bond with him. Just really wasn't wanting to look at that. Um, and I would get crazy over him. Like if I wasn't getting texts, like when he would withdraw, because that's what they do, girl, guy, that's what they do. They withdraw. They withdraw. It's never consistent. That is the sign of a trauma bond. That is the factor that makes them addicting. It's the inconsistent reinforcement. It's never consistent. And you, you seek that and you on some level are addicted to it. It's this like chemical cocktail of this like love abuse, love abuse, love abuse. And it's so chaotic and up and down. It's hot and cold. It's hot and cold. So when he would do this pattern last year, I was still like really, I was such a like blind love addict. I was like, I couldn't function. I'd feel like I'm dying when he would withdraw from me. And I'm sure so many of you can relate. You feel like literally like you're dying because (laughs) on some level, like subconsciously, you do think you're dying. You've connected um, connection to your existence. If you're losing connection, you're going to, you're going to die. That's an abandonment, such a gnarly abandonment wound that somewhere when you were like forming as a person, you connected connection (laughs) with uh, what, like being safe and and safety being alive so you literally think when you're getting when you like perceive abandonment that you're gonna die and I know that feeling that's how I used to get I couldn't function I could not like get off the ground I felt like my soul was just literally stolen from me and it's the most disgusting feeling so anyways um, I'm mentioning that because now when he withdraws this year I've done a lot of work right but I've stayed in this trauma bond um we parted ways for a little bit but I came back of course that's what a lot of people do don't beat yourself up if that's you because this is part of the process but I did notice this time around when he does his it's toxic behavior I'm gonna call it what it is when he like um withdraws which was what it usually was for a while was just that um, I wouldn't be a psycho. Like, I could function. It's bothering me, but I'm not, like, on the ground. I don't feel like my soul is taken from me. Like, I'm annoyed. It's taking up a lot of real estate in my mind, but I'm not, like, a crazy person. So that is just proof that the work works and that I, I'm healing. It's, and you'll notice you're healing, too. I just want to share it with you guys because it's proof that it, it, you're healing. And it's not going to be, like, overnight. You're just unaffected by this shit, but the fact that I can still function in my life, I can eat, is proof, because it used to be so much worse, but it's not all good, because I remained in this trauma bond, and I want to talk about something that started happening, and when I started to realize this is really, after this much time, it really, like, isn't right, so it was incessant teasing, like incessant shit talking incessant like he's just he's it was just mean it would be like and it would be even after we had been intimate and like all of a sudden it's just like non-stop sarcasm I'm very sarcastic I think this was hard for me to detect because I'm very sarcastic and I like a partner that is also sarcastic but we have to realize when sarcasm is literally abuse because the people use sarcasm as a way to emotionally abuse people and so he was very sarcastic and was always insulting me like some it would but it it would get annoying 
I was starting to really be unattracted to it. And that is another thing I noticed. And I'm like, I'm healing. Because he reminds me of my boyfriend when I was like 16. My abusive. He was abusive. And I'm like, duh, he reminds me of him because he's emotionally abusive too. And, but when I was young, I I didn't even take that as abuse I just loved the guy this now I was I was turned off I was annoyed I was like what fuck this like why am I even hanging out with this guy and that's proof of of healing when you're not attracted to the behavior anymore I came up with this little slogan if it's no longer appealing that's how you know you're healing (laughs) when it's no longer appealing that's when you know you're healing that shit was not appealing to me I'm a grown-ass woman about to be 29 on Monday and it's not cute to be like teasing me all day like like incessantly like I I like to roast my partner I like to roast a guy I like to roast people like that's fun but there's a level where it's just like annoying and so for like the last month I've been like stewing over it I'm like what is his deal why does he do that and I was like just thinking like why I don't I I'm not cool with this um, and I didn't ever think about, emo- like, what is it abuse? Um, I can't believe I didn't put that together. If he reminds me of an abusive ex, he could be abusive too. Just even though he's not, he doesn't hit me. Um, and I, sure enough, yesterday, something motivated me to like look up emotional abuse and lo and behold, like that's classic stuff on there like if you go look up lists of emotional abuse it it lists all that it lists sarcasm it lists constant teasing um constant like criticism just this like can't ever do right thing and I was like holy shit like he is abusive he's emotionally abusive and I'm sad because my image of him is shattered I I thought he was like one of my best friends I've considered him that. But that right there, that's what people that are victims of trauma bonds do. We get into cognitive dissonance, which is when you are in this like addiction to the the cycle up and down. The love, abuse, nice, happy, go lucky, and then they're abusive and mean. And there's this inconsistency within these people. And it causes, the inconsistency causes cognitive dissonance. And cognitive dissonance is what will happen to your mind when you have conflicting beliefs or behaviors. Like, it's conflicting one another. Like, you see one side of this person where they're super um, loving, they could be nice, they're kind, and then you see this abusive, mean, nasty person. And it be, it causes you mental discomfort to have these conflicting views and conflicting versions of this person, beliefs about this person, and so you alter to one side to reduce the discomfort. So what you're doing when you're witnessing someone do this and you stay with this is you're choosing to alter the side that sees the abuse. You're choosing to like be like, well, he's he did this nice thing. They do this nice thing. So, and it make you make the abuse okay when you do that. You make it, you justify it to yourself. So, 
This shit's gnarly, man. Um, and cognitive dissonance can be seen everywhere. I was thinking about it even with like politics and everything right now. Like that is a really interesting topic. But that's what I learned is where you go in a trauma bond. You go into cognitive dissonance and you you stay and you'll put up with it. Um so I think it's just so important to recognize that abuse comes in different forms and it's it's even after doing so much healing work you could find yourself back in these patterns again you can be involved in a trauma bond again I'm doing it and I'm having having to deal with um really trying not to beat myself up for it because I'm not going to be like immaculately healed but I'm just mad at myself um I'm mad that I blow I still blow off like nice <clears throat> people that are available that want to pursue me for for guys like this and that I just saw all I could see was the good side of him um and I was letting him um treat me badly and even I I feel weird to even say that out loud it's like that's how like brainwashed I was into thinking he was like a good person um and one of my best friends and um yeah guys I'm kind of struggling right now like honestly I just forced myself to record this because I want people to know um to look out for this shit and be aware of drama bonds and be aware of emotional abuse because it's so real it's so real um I don't know that's all I really wanted to talk about just keeping it very real as per usual and dating is so hard you know what's really fucked is the fact that this is all like just happening in just weird time like I moved back to my hometown and I've had I'm like back in this area where um the relationship that fucked me up (laughs) when I was 16 happened and I'm like really revisiting I want to forget this whole thing. I, this is something I just want. I pray to God. Like, remove my memory of this. Please, God. Like, I want to forget this whole relationship. And <clears throat> instead, I'm here revisiting, like, so much of the places I was. Places I got abused. Like, and it's so, it's causing me, like, so much emotional turmoil. And and then to also realize this person reminds me of him um this new person i've been involved with reminds me of that guy and it's like oh my god I'm like why am i still doing this i just want to heal it it's so hard sometimes like wish i could just go on my brain and, like pluck it out but it's not that easy you have to do the work there's no other way around it but i didn't come this far to come this far and that's what I want you to realize if you're in my boat if you're realizing things like this you realize you're in a psychologically abusive situation abuse is abuse and once you that's my that's the thing right now 
once I recognize that he's abusive, I cannot let myself stay in this situation. I cannot stay, I cannot consciously stay with an abusive person. I've come way too far to only come this far. Doesn't matter if I think I love him. <laughs> I mean, as a person, I'm no, not in love, but like on a friend like level, like totally love this person. Um, it's like, okay, I don't know if any of you seen it. <laughs> this is the analogy I thought of yesterday. So, um, sorry if you, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to ruin the end, but I'm kind of going to ruin the end, sort of. So, you know, at the end where it is pretending to be the kid's little brother, Georgie, and he's like, I miss you and mom and dad. I want to come home. And like, totally is like pretending to be his brother. And he like struggles for a second. He's like, I miss you too, Georgie. But like, then he winds up shooting him because he knows that was the clown. This is what we have to do with these people. As they put up a front. And we try to see that front. That nice front sometimes. But we need to remember what's underneath it. Remember the abuser. They're an abuser. They aren't Georgie. <laughs> That's not Georgie. <laughs> it's an abusive person. I'm laughing. But I'm honestly like. Like I said. Struggling. I'm hurting. And I'm. <sighs> I'm sad. But. I can't do this man and um it's about to be my birthday and I was with him on my birthday last year it was awful um he dropped me off after my birthday last year and I never felt so empty in my entire life it was most disgusting and I went down the um that's actually right when I started this podcast I went down a complete black hole um like the worst night of my life and I don't know why I thought I could get back in this situation and that it was going to be different. Honestly, for on my end, it was, but he's, he's abusive. I'm like, I've done my work. And if the person you're, you're in a relate with has no awareness of their own behaviors or want to change it, then it's hopeless. So it's hopeless. It, both people have to do the work, not one person. All right, guys, I hope you have a good week, and thanks for listening if you did. Uh, Love you guys. Bye.